With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. On today's Mama Love It show, it's the last show before our long-awaited April vacation. We're going to go over the vacation bingo challenge, talk about what if we were in the witness protection program, where we find humor in our lives, listen to a poem, talk some headlines, hear some Corona song parodies, and play random trivia. The Mama Levitt Show is brought to you by the Proactive Funeral Home and Tub Time Traumas. Let's go. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Morning, everybody. Good morning. Once again, say yes to the morning. This is the Mama Levitt Show with Mr. McGowan and Miss Mara. Mama Levitt's going to be about five minutes late calling in today, so we're going to mark Mama Levitt's hearty. But uh, good morning, Miss Mara. Good morning. How are you today? Happy Friday. Um, I'm doing okay. Yeah, a little better than yesterday. I'm going to wait till Levitt comes on. I want to play a sound clip that I found that will describe kind of what, uh, what Levitt's and my sort of um, kind of our mindset was yesterday. Actually, Levitt's calling in right now. Hey. What's up? Lev, is that you? Maybe it's not her. (laughs) Maybe it's not her. I thought it was her. Um, (laughs) I thought it was her, but it's not. Um, Let's go to – let's do a couple of – of birthdays first because I've got we've got a bunch of birthdays coming up in the week so let's go to some student birthdays All right, birthday's coming up. We have a birthday on Sunday. Abraham is turning 15 on Sunday, April 19th. And we got a bunch next week, too. We got Dominic C. is turning 14 on Tuesday, April 21st. Jamie is turning 15 on Tuesday, April 21st. 
And Lexi is turning 14 on Wednesday, April 22nd. Wow. Lots of April birthdays. So happy birthday to our students. By the way, I figured out who our caller is on the line. It's Diego. Diego. Oh, wow. Good morning. Diego, you have the, your number is almost the same as Levitt's number. That's why I got you fused. What's oh. up? Hi, Diego. Good morning, Diego. What's going on? Oh, um, I have a question. What's going on? How are you, Diego? Good to hear from you. I'm good. Um, do you guys think um the whole year the whole year will be um just us being closed, like no school the whole year until like next year? Amazing, amazing question, Diego. First of all, yeah, before thank we get you for to, asking it. Thanks for asking. That's a great question. I think we're all kind of wondering the same thing. Mr. Jaffe, are you there? Oh, hold on, I gotta take Mr. Jaffe off mute. Hey, Diego. How are you? Hi, Mr. Jaffe. <laughs> How are you? Nice to hear your voice. It's always nice to hear a student's voice. Always, for sure. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Um, so yeah, that's a great question. question. Yeah. Well, uh, this is what I. This is what we can say. Uh, the state of New Hampshire, as of yesterday or Wednesday, declared that the rest of their year will be remote. So New Hampshire schools, of which my my mother-in-law is a fifth grade teacher in in Keene, New Hampshire. And yeah, they're not they're not going back to school at all this year. In fact, you know what I'm hearing? Some colleges like BU was talking about they might not even open up for students fall. They yeah, might have to wait until January twenty twenty one. Yeah. I mean this talk about this might affect the whole college football season. Like if colleges don't open up in September or August, they're not gonna play college football, they're not gonna play the fall sports. I don't know, Diego. What do you think? What's your What's your opinion about um, about going back to school? Honestly, I think it might be closed the whole year. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, be surprised. we don't know for sure. I mean, like, there's already seven hundred thousand, or in just like in the United States alone, and well, in the world, there's already like. Two million or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and even going even closer to home, we're looking at. You know, I saw in the Boston Globe yesterday they had the top ten ta- cities and towns in Massachusetts with coronavirus cases uh, per not not total cases, but just per population. And number one was Chelsea, and number oh, six yeah. about that. was Everett, and Revere oh, yeah. was in the top ten as well. I mean. So we're yeah we're number six in Chelsea, which is right next door, and Revere, which is right next door. Malden is also up there. I mean, the the virus is de- and that's a that's a thing to talk about an, another time. Is the virus is absolutely targeting more low income communities, communities of color, um, cities where I mean like Lawrence is up there, Randolph, Brockton. Yeah. I mean these are cities where the, the it's a majority minority populations. And they also tend to have jobs in the retail industry or food service, or they take public transportation. So they're much more exposed. So I don't know, Diego, nobody knows. I will say this, Mr. Jaffe, you, you know, you heard that the third quarter is extended till March 8th. That's with uh, May 8th. Yep. Third quarter. From yeah. May 8th. My months are so far so off. So you got, I, I, I know everybody and everybody <laughs> says all the days seem to run in together now. 
they don't do. know if it's Friday or Wednesday. I just yeah. When I wake up, I ask myself, is this a podcast day or a non-podcast day? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's Same. basically how that's how I'm differentiating the so days. I, can I give Diego and you guys another perspective? So I was uh, my wife was was wondering about numbers and and so uh, I ran the numbers numbers for uh, COVID in Massachusetts. I think there were thirty two thousand cases. There might be more, but thirty two thousand. Uh, confirmed, and yeah, six million people live in Massachusetts. So if you do the math, that's about five people out of a thousand that have mm. the virus. So if right. you take Gillette Stadium, everybody knows what Gillette Stadium looks like when it's full. Like with six, let's just say there's sixty thousand people watching a Patriots game in October. That means three hundred and sixty people in that stadium would have COVID. So that's not a lot. I bet you more people have the, have a cold or the flu. Yeah. Have COVID in that stadium. And well, that's that. Yeah. You know, anyway, it's yeah, a balance. We, we, don't we, know, know, we don't know. We don't know. This is all new for everybody. Yeah. Like we wouldn't know. Like, what even though Everett has a lot in Chelsea, it's down. not. Most people don't have it. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of that's because of the social distancing efforts and and other efforts. Correct. That Absolutely <laughs> right. We're preventing. We're doing a good job with that. Diego, yeah. are you wearing your mask? Um, yeah, I've got masks. Um, oh, good. It could be anything, right? It could be a bandana. Miss Mara, uh, what was the point that you were trying to make uh, a second ago? Oh, no, I was just saying, hopefully like, Hopefully I didn't get the virus because <laughs> you, can, you can go. You can, you can say you can say what you're going to say. Yeah, well, go ahead, I want to hear what you have to say. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll talk first, Diego, and then you, you can talk. You talk first, then Diego um, No, I was just going to kind of say that point again that you made, Mr. McGowan, which is depending on where you live, that figure looks a lot different. And I think that breaking it down by neighborhood gives more of like a realistic picture for each person. So let's say you live out in like Amherst, which is out in Western Mass. I don't know what their numbers are, but I'm assuming they're not that high. Well, maybe Amherst uh, yeah, they must be lower. Town but like some kind of like rural town, then it's probably even like less than that, right? It'd probably be like one out of a person in Gillette Stadium. But I'd be curious to know, like, if you were to just look at Chelsea or Everett and kind of do those same numbers, what percentage, and I don't, I don't, I'm sure there's, it's somewhere, like that's what the statistic was all about, but like what percentage of the population of each town actually has, you know, has it. So right, right. I'll, I'll see if I can find that out. Yeah, I was All right, talking, Diego, I'll find right. that out and put it on classroom. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, Diego. Cool. What were you going to say? I was going to say, hopefully, I didn't get the virus because just like maybe two days ago, I went to like this um, very big market. It's like in Malden, I think. And mm-hmm. almost everybody had a mask, but the only like these two people didn't have a mask. And my mom and I didn't have a, have any masks either when we entered the store. And I was kind of afraid because I thought they would just, like, sell it right there because every time we go into, like, a big market, they usually, like, they're in the front of the store and they say, would you like to buy some masks? And I'm like, sure. And But, like, when we went into that store, I asked a person, uh, asked, a, like, uh, an employee of the market if if there's any masks. And and she just didn't say anything. So I kind of got a bit um, anxious about that because... Yeah. I, I kind of want to be safe from the virus, but I, I don't know if I'm really safe because That's a really I was good kind point. of exposed to it. You know, Diego, I do think one thing to think about is even wearing the mask. I mean, the, it's not it's not a 100 percent 
fail safe yeah, against virus. Yeah, it's a, it's just a way to, from what I had read about the mask, a lot of it too is to keep us, to keep the person wearing the mask from touching your face and touching, because the virus needs to get into either your eyes or your nose or your mouth or something in your, that can lead to your respiratory system. So the big, one of the big things is so that like we're, so that we're not touching our faces and we're not getting it, getting um, any contact with the virus into your own, into your own system. Um, NATO's on the line. Let's get, let's get, let's say hi to Miss NATO. Morning, Miss Nado. Hey, Miss Nado. Morning, Miss Nado. Morning. Nado, you beat, uh, you beat <laughs> Levitt. Levitt hasn't called in yet. This is even, this is her show. She's, she's 12 minutes late. <laughs> I was actually on? awake today, so I figured I'd call in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, so how we got Diego, like, we got Diego on the line. Oh, Morning, Diego. Good morning. <laughs> and now we got Mama Lovett. We got, Mama I, I would renegotiate Lovett's contract. You know, these these stars get a little bit heady with their, you know, their, <laughs> their celebrity. They figure they don't have to call in anymore. Hey, I'm here, Mr. Jaffe, okay? I'm here. No. <laughs> so, Lovett, you're officially, so you're officially 12, minutes, you're 12 minutes and 51 seconds late, so we're going to dock you that pay for every policy. Thank um, you. You have a tardy slip? I was waiting. I will try to go. I'll go get a written excuse. I was waiting for Levitt to come on because I wanted to play this, this audio clip that I found that that pretty much describes what our, what the two of us, what our, what our mindset was like yesterday. And this is from the Princess Bride. Don't even think about trying to escape. Chains are far too thick. And don't dream of being rescued either. The only way in is secret. Only the Prince of the Count and I know how to get in and out. Then I'm here till I die? Till I kill you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent movie. Excellent movie. That was that was my current status yesterday. Where am I? The pit of despair. <laughs> and I'm here I'm for the rest of my life. I'm actually watching that movie tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. Great movie. I'm here for the rest of my life. No, until I kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Mama Love it. How you feeling today? A little bit better. better. Yeah, me too. How about yourself? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, it it doesn't hurt that it's Friday. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you know what that means? Friday doesn't mean anything anymore. I mean, it's good. Yeah. I feel it's like vacation. Friday a little bit. I've become, I've become yeah. chilly. I've become cheaty with the chili pot, although Mara doesn't know that reference yet. Nope. You got to watch the show. Let's go. Um, let's do some. Oh, let's talk about bingo. Chili with the yeah. chili pot. <laughs> so, what about bingo? Bingo. So next week we are next week's vacation. Diego, you want to stick around? You can stick around if you want. Hi, Diego. Yeah, sure. Yeah, stick Hello. around if you want. If you, if you want to hang up, you can hang up with somebody. I'll, I'll leave you on uh, if you if you want to chime in for anything. Um, so Miss Mara, Miss Filippo, and myself, we've the last couple of weeks we've been kind of just kind of thinking about some interesting things we could challenge the kids to do or something. And so for next week, when we will not be having any meetings, we won't be posting any assignments, we'll, 
We're just going to take a full vacation, which I think is interesting because some districts aren't doing that. I don't remember. No, they're saw, not. Yeah, so some places they That's voted. we're not mandatory. Yeah, it's true. And they, they're going to continue. Some districts said they're going to continue distance learning next week, and then they would end five days earlier. But I mean, I don't. I think that's just whistling past the graveyard right now. It's not well, like we're going that, to June thirtieth, anyways. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> we're going, let's 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 be realistic here. I don't, we're not going back to work until at least August of next year. I don't think that's August thirty first is our return date. August, yeah, I don't see us going back to till August thirty first. I just don't see any way it's going to happen, especially now with the especially now with the Cavarian School being used as the overflow spot. And it's just, and, and the fact that we're number well, uh, what's six the Cavarian being used for, Mister McGowan? I didn't catch that as an overflow spot for the CHA Everett Hospital. It used to be called the Widden. Did you oh, see I that, Mister Jim? Oh my God! Yeah, they set up I don't know how many hundred and twenty cots or so in the in the gym at the Cavarian School to use for. Oh my! For, yeah, and. That to me, when I think I think Miss Miss Nadeau shared that with us, and as soon as I saw mm-hmm. that, I'm like, that's it. We're not we're not going back because yeah, as they long can't as let students you, until they disinfect right. that place. But I will as, as long as that's there, they can't have they can't have any students or anyone just around because it just defeats the whole purpose of having this whole shutdown and social distancing to begin with. Right. Anyway, right. for the bingo challenge, yeah. and, and Miss Miss Mara and I can post this on our classroom pages today, and just with some fun things, we came up with twenty five activities. We put them in a five by five grid, and so I would encourage any of our students to you know look through the bingo challenge and then just pick five things. I mean, you can do as many things as you want, but try to make a bingo. Try to go across, down, or diagonal. Some of them, just an example, like. Um, some of them are academic, some of them are athletic, some of them are social, some of them are fun. Like there's a math one, number six is measure the area and perimeter of each room in your house, attach the results. Like <laughs> you can't leave the house anyway, you might as well do something in there. Um, number two is, you know, read at least 50 pages of a book you haven't read before and just write one paragraph about what you thought about what you read. Number three is run one mile, walk two miles or bike five miles. Attach a map of your route. Um, number four, call three members of your extended family on the phone. Post about who you called and what you talked about. Number seven, create a funny dance and attach a video. Get one of your classmates to do the dance as well and attach that. Um, number 10, binge watch one season of your favorite TV show. Write about what happens, who your favorite characters are, which episodes you love best, and post it. Um, I liked number 15. I think this, I don't know if this is yours or Misty Filippo's, Miss Mara. Make a, a vision board. So like a collage of images, pictures, drawings of what you envision your life to be once coronation is over. I thought that was a good one. That is one. definitely Misty mm-hmm. Filippo's and that's a great one. That was, that was hers. Yeah, that was a good one. I really, yeah. I liked number 17. Team up with a classmate and defeat a team of two other classmates in a video game. Take a picture of the final <laughs> screen that shows your victory and post it. <laughs> um, that's a good one, too. Yeah, that's good. Number 18, this was, I don't know, this, this could have been yours. This could have been DeFilippo's. I'm not sure. Try meditating for 30 minutes. Free resources, YouTube, Headspace, um, write a short journal reflection about what the experience was like and post it. Um, number 20, do push-ups, jumping jacks, or sit-ups for the entire time that your favorite song is playing in the background and then post the video. And some of them are like really simple, like number 22, be completely silent for 60 minutes. 
and then write a journal entry about the experience. Number 25, cuddle with a furry friend and post the picture. <laughs> write about why that furry friend is special. So we've come up with just a bunch of things to do because people are bored. And we'd like to give you some th- things to do other than just play video games and sleep. So I'll be posting that um, sometime today. No journal entries today. I won't post any more journals until April 27th. But hopefully you can look at the bingo challenge. If you have a printer, you can print it out and it fits neatly on one page. And then you can highlight whichever, whichever ones you want to do. But And if you don't have a printer, you could highlight it like with the just you know, the online highlighting tool. Right. That's what I was, yeah. You highlight the challenges you completed. And then if you want, if you, you can just attach it into the, everyone will have their own copy of it. So you can do that. Hopefully we'll uh, have some students do that. We can talk about that when we come back. All right. Questions of the day. We got two questions today. One is kind of a crazy slash medium question. And one is, is the journal entry, which this is actually yesterday's journal entry. That I, I posted, I forgot to post it yesterday. So I posted it late last night like in a nine o'clock hour. So we'll leave it for today. yesterday. Crazy question. If you were put into the witness protection program, but they let you pick your new name and your new job, what would it be? So you can't be a, you can't be a teacher or anything educational that you currently do, but you have to come up with You need a new name and a new job. Miss um, Mara, what's your, what's your new name and your new job if you're in witness protection? Okay. So, um, I have always wanted to do something musical, even though I don't really have much of a musical talent, but it's like a passion of mine. So I'm going to say I would be put in the singer of a band, but I wouldn't have to be famous. It could just be like some local band at a bar or something like that. Mm. And my name, I'm just going to change one letter because when I went to Italy, I loved this name. Instead of Emma, it would be Gemma with a G. Ah, and, you, you, and you'd keep your same last name? Oh, I don't know. I I don't know. It would just be I'd be a sing I'd be a singer, so I'd just kind of be like Madonna or Prince. It would just be like oh, one name. Yeah, I get like Gemma. You'd, you'd, you'd yeah, just be the you head. Go. You'd be the head of the <laughs> of the house. Be the head of the house band. No, All right, awesome. Love, it. Love it. What would be your witness protection job slash name? All right. Well, I had two jobs that I came up with, so. One was I was just going to be like a Stepford wife and just hang out at home all day and shop. Does that count as a job? And have people like, well, it's a witness protection program. Um, The government's going to have to help me be comfortable if I'm going to give up some information to them. Um, (laughs) And then my name was going to be Lucy Arnez. (laughs) Oh, I like that. Is that like a little I Love Lucy reference? Yes. I like it. I love Lucy. her. Great Lucy show. Arnaz. Yeah, classic. One of my favorite, favorite comedians of all time. An actress. Jeff, I love what, her. Jeff, uh, Mr. Jaffe, what would be your witness protection job? So, you know, I, I have, I would like to be an, arch, an architect if I could. That would be one. But I also would, similar to what Ms. Levitt said, I'd like to be the cat do what uh, I know you're a big fan, Mr. McGowan, uh, George Costanza's job on Seinfeld. I'm not sure, quite, <laughs> not quite sure what it, what it is, but he, he, he just kind of gets by and does a little bit of this and a little bit of that. The assistant to, to the traveling secretary. 
the assistant, <laughs> yeah, like an uh, assistant to the vice president, you know, like an like four. You know, I always wanted vice. to pretend that I was an architect. You know, I always wanted to pretend that I was an architect. You know, I always oh, wanted so to funny, pretend. That I was an <laughs> How'd you get that one? That's that's awesome, Mr. McGowan. <laughs> that's Costanza right there. Yeah, I always wanted that to pretend. And his 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 name was would have been Art Vandelay. Yes, he had the Art Vandelay factory. <laughs> Which ironically would be would have been my name too. I know you were going to reference. You took my thunder, Mr. Jaffe. I was thinking, yeah, my I would be I'm either sorry. Art Vandelay or I would be um, Dom Brady, where I would be like a cousin. <laughs> I would be like I'd be like a cousin of Tom Brady. I'd be like Tom Brady's like second. That'd be like my like my claim to fame. I, Kind of like how my claim to fame now is that my college roommate was descended from the, the sixth vice president of the United States. It would be like Tom Brady. I'd be like, the, I'd be like the third cousin of Tom Brady. I never met him, but you know, I saw him at a family reunion like years ago. And, yeah, for, for my job, I'd, I'd, I kind of, I'd kind of be like what Levitt would want to do, except I would be like a recluse writer, kind of like a J.D. Salinger type, and I would just kind of hang in the house and be like, be like a mysterious type figure. Nado, what would be your um, witness protection job? Um, I'd probably say a reporter. Ooh. That's a good one. TV or, or, or uh, TV or print? Um, if I could write better, probably print. But I can't write, so. Yeah, you can get better at it. I know. You got a face for radio <laughs> and a voice print, as we used to say in journalism class. Diego, what would be your witness protection job? What's that? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so say, say you had to give some sensitive information to the government that would, that would put you in trouble. So the government takes you and they erase your identity and they, they bring you somewhere else in the country so you can live safely. And they give you a whole new name. They give you a whole new like, identity. What would you want to? For let's, maybe we'll make it this way. Where would you want to go? Where would you want to live? Somewhere in the U.S. If you had to be relocated. Hmm. Um. I would say Florida because I like swimming and the weather's very nice. Aw. Yeah. And my name. My name would be Joshua Moran. Nice. <laughs> I love that, Diego. I like it. I no one's ever going to find you there. I could I could totally picture Diego being like a Florida man. Yeah, you know, me like too. A, like a Jason Mendoza type. <laughs> <laughs> Hang out with his hat with on. Hat. Yes, you know, the hat. Yes, the hat. Shorts. Yeah, you'd be like, watch the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, there's our witness protection. Now, for our journal tips, of the, our journal entry for today, yesterday, the mental health tips, we're up to number 21 of the 25. We're almost going to be done with our mental health tips. Uh, number 21 is a good one. It says, find lightness and humor in each day. There's a lot to be worried about and with good reason. Counterbalance this heaviness with something funny each day. Cat videos on YouTube, a stand-up show on Netflix, a funny movie. We all need a little comedic relief in our day every day so journal question for today is what are the funny things that have been helping you get through every day maybe mama love it you want to take this one first what's some of the the, what are some of the places you've been looking for humor 
Humor? Well, my husband uh, is still love it. Sorry, no, my mom's working from home and I just answered the radio for her. Okay. Um, <laughs> sound, like, sound like you're riding the green line for a second. <laughs> next, next stop. She's got people stop. working. So. <laughs> All right, love it. Where have so, you finding humor? I find humor in my husband and my daughter every day. My husband, Mr. Lovett, is really funny, and he makes these comments that just make me laugh because he sees everything in the world has some sort of funny, like, humor to it that makes him laugh, even, like, when something's really awful. And so he can make um, a bad situation feel like a good situation. So he's kind of, like, makes me chuckle every day. And then Sophia just being Sophia sometimes just makes me chuckle. Oh, that's so sweet. Did you tell him that? I'm going to cut and paste that audio and send it to him for, for your anniversary day. That's so sweet. <laughs> Nado, where's the humor in your life? Um, probably the kiddos upstairs. I, we spend a lot of time together. And like last night I was doing a puzzle at their kitchen table and Fitz was doing his video games upstairs and had no clue he was screaming. It's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, Jeffy, where's your humor coming from? You know, I just look around and I see every, I just think it's funny that everybody's wearing a mask. And I think we all look a little silly wearing these things. And I, I laugh. Who would have thought that this would have happened? I definitely feel silly, like wearing it in public. And even though like everyone else is kind so. of wearing it. Too, yeah. There's, there's a sense Everybody of has a mask. Yeah, there's a weird sense of like self-consciousness where cuz I don't just it's so unusual from what we're used to and it's almost like we're in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. This is a Twilight watching, Zone episode. A Twilight Zone. We're in a Twilight Zone. We should have if, if only Rod Serling or Alfred Hitchcock were still alive to, to comment. Oh, um, my god, so much material. So much or what's uh, our boy Ray Bradbury got a lot of material for yeah, the class. Absolutely. This during communication, Miss Mara, was your humor? Absolutely. Um, Eden and I love to use. Hold on a sec. Speak of the devil. Oh, hold on, Eden, please. Um, Eden and I love to use Snapchat filters. So she'll like come up with these little skits, and then we'll like make ourselves have this silly face, and it also like activates your voice to sound either really high or really low. And she'll have like a whole little dialogue planned out for us, and we'll record them, and then we'll watch them over, and we'll laugh and laugh and laugh. So that's fun. <laughs> That's so cool. My kids are a big source of amusement. Jonathan, because Jonathan doesn't really know what's going on, he's he's just kind of oblivious. He's so funny. <laughs> like he he likes person. He's in a phase where he just loves to be nude. He just walk. He closes. He 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 complains <laughs> about putting. On, he, he complains oh, about putting on boy. all his all his clothes because he says they're all too bumpy. No, that's bumpy. Too, too bumpy. bumpy. It's too bumpy. He doesn't want to wear anything because it's too bumpy. So we, so we, we bought him. So he's been, he's into all the Marvel movies. You know, where we just finished Avengers: Age of Ultron yesterday. So we got him some Marvel <laughs> um, underwear, and he's been wearing it backwards. He puts it on backwards because he, <laughs> he wants to be able to see the characters better. <laughs> so he wears, he wears it exactly. backwards. And the other day, one of the days it was a nice day. We went out in the backyard, and 
he he ran outside with just his underwear on, and he put awesome. his hands down his underwear and he goes, "It's a good thing I'm wearing undies so my hands won't get cold." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's just he's just a constant sort. And and Michaela's funny too. Michaela's been, I think she really really misses school, so she turned she turned our back porch into her home class. And she put up, she wrote up all these like problems and she put like, she made lockers and she made like a parent information board and all these other things. So she's having a lot of fun like doing that. And, and she's, she's, she's a tough teacher. She makes me like, she makes us sit <laughs> in her class and she like scolds us and yells, yells at us. And she's always yelling at Jonathan. Yeah. She's, she's, she's tough. She's very, very strict. I don't know if I'd want to be in her class. Diego, what, uh, Diego, where's your uh, humor been coming from during Corona? Um, just playing video games with Andy, King, and Adam sometimes. Or sometimes I just, like, do some live streams on YouTube. And a lot of people, they they just send me, like, links to these funny videos. I just watch them. I have, I have, I have a really good time streaming and playing with mm. my friends. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it's so it's so important to, to laugh because there's mm-hmm. – I think we're all going through – I was talking with Miss Lovett about this yesterday, and I had a conversation with Miss Mara about this. Like, we're all going through some kind of grief. We're all like yeah. grieving in some way, and it's it's odd because we're not necessarily grieving death, but we're we're grieving some kind of loss, mm-hmm. loss of routine, loss of our regular lives, loss of. I mean, imagine if social. Imagine, yeah, imagine if we don't go we don't get to go back to school and our last day of school was just March 12th and that's it. And we never, and we never see each other again. Yeah. And there's, there's sadness there because, you know, you normally like at the end of the year that it's a little bit bittersweet, but as for us as eighth grade teachers, like it's, it's always like the end of the year is usually, except for last year, the end of the year is usually (laughs) a lot of fun. Like well, we have like the moving, we have like our field trips and the moving on ceremony. And remember we used to, for like field day, We'd go over to the to the park, and I'd bring my golf clubs, and we'd just hit golf balls towards the towards the encore construction site, and towards the <laughs> river. Um, and it'd be, it was fun. And then we get then you get the slush, and we just all those those look those rituals, those routines, and then the moving on ceremony, and everyone gets dressed up, and then the dance. And I just remember so many times over the six years I've been at the Maddie, just kind of sitting in the cafeteria the day of that dance, and just having like sort of a happy feeling of. Just seeing our kids, like, just it's fun just to watch them grow. It's it's fun to watch them get to this point where they're they're moving on. It's always bittersweet because we do miss the kids, but you have those rituals for a purpose, and it's to say goodbye mm-hmm. and it's to make meaning and to say that we're that we're moving on to the next step. And we might not have that at all this year. And we've talked about that on this show about the seniors. Like I, I feel terrible for the class of 2020 still because I don't think they're going to get anything. I don't know if they're going to have a graduation, and maybe they will. But no. it's, it's the not... superintendent is trying that, even if it's in the summer, it seems like they're going to try to do something. Yeah, I mean, I think they should. I mean, they should. But I don't. Do, will will they have? Will they be able to have it with like no people there, or do you, everyone's allowed two people? And I, who knows what it's going to look like? They should have something, but it's definitely not going to look like it used to. And, I, and another random thing, I found out yesterday that, you know, one of my rival schools from when I was in school is closing at the end of the year. Kind of like how Pope John closed last year. Coil and Cassian, 
uh, fun fact, Miss uh, Miss Rodriguez or Miss Boachi's alma mater is closing at the year. And it's just one of these like and this is the school has been around for over a hundred years. And at one point it was like a powerhouse high school in Massachusetts football and sports, kind of like Pope John was. And now it's just going to be gone. Oh. And and we're and we're lacking these we're lacking those sort of rituals to figure that out. Now, another place I've been finding some humor is is in song parodies. So I just want to share a couple of them. Not the whole thing, but this is this is one of my this this is a song parody about COVID nineteen. You might recognize is the lyrics. This a there because it gets into some dark some, some dark things after that. Here's another one. You might recognize oh, this one. You might recognize this man. You have to be able to laugh. Yeah. All right. So there's, there's our question. We posted that. That's on my Google Classroom from last night. That was last night's journal entry about where you where are the funny things that are helping you get through the day. Let's get a quick commercial break sponsored by the Proactive Funeral Home. We'll come back and I'll share a poem. This is an APAC studio presentation. <laughs> At other funeral homes. Pre-arrangement or pre-planning of a funeral means getting all that coffin and flower crap out of the way sometime before Uncle Merle eventually kicks off. At the proactive funeral home, sure, we do all those services too, but with one major difference. We plan Uncle Merle's funeral date to your liking. Catch my meaning? We make sure Uncle Merle's funeral happens when you want Uncle Merle's funeral to happen. That's the proactive funeral home where we make accidents happen to the people you want the accidents to happen to. This has been a presentation from Tim Morgan's APAC Studio. For more almost professional amateur comic studio content, visit the APAC YouTube channel. Search APAC 2002. That's A-P-A-C 2002 on YouTube. 
All right, welcome back to the Mama Levitt Show. Thanks, thanks to our sponsor, the Proactive Funeral Home. I don't know, that might be a little too dark for, for Corona time. We'll see, but as, as most okay. of you know, I, I find a lot of humor in, in, in darkness. So, Miss Mara and I were talking yesterday, and we were talking about just some things you might want to do on the podcast when we come back from vacation. And one of the ideas we had was, there's things that show up well in audio because, you know, I kind of like doing sound clips. I like doing the fake commercials. We like doing the, the, the music trivia and all that. And one good thing that I think we can do from an, e, from an ELA perspective is poetry because poetry is always meant to be, it's meant not only to be read, but also to be heard. And if you can actually find the actual poet, the original reading his or her own poetry, it would be amazing. Um, but I do have, we, I found a poem just doing some quick research and this is under, Poems in the Age of Plague, and it comes from a poet that I actually don't know a lot of his work. I mean, I've heard of him, uh, but I, I don't know a lot of his particular work. It's the, po- the poet's name is Pablo Neruda, and he has this poem called Keeping Quiet. And so there's a link to it on, if you're listening on, the, on Blog Talk Radio, there's a link to it on the show notes down below. But we can play, I'll play a reading of Pablo Neruda's Keeping Quiet. And then if you're listening, if you want to listen to it a second time, I would go back and listen to it again. But here's, this is Pablo Neruda's Keeping Quiet as read. Keeping Quiet. Now we will count to 12, and we will all keep still. For once on the face of the earth, let's not speak in any language. Let's stop for a second and not move our arms so much. It would be an exotic moment, without rush, without engines. We would all be together in a sudden strangeness. If we were not so single-minded about keeping our lives moving, and for once could do nothing, perhaps a huge silence might interrupt this sadness of never understanding ourselves and of threatening ourselves with death. Perhaps the earth can teach us, as when everything seems dead in winter and later proves to be alive. Now I'll count up to 12, and you keep quiet, and I'll go. Mr. Barrett, any, uh, any observations about Pablo Neruda's poem, Keeping Quiet? Yeah, I actually really love this poem, and, and I had never seen it before um part of me was curious about when it was written and if it was because it's so perfectly timed for right now obviously I know it wasn't written in the present time one of my favorite lines is when he's like I have it here he says um perhaps a huge silence might interrupt the sadness of never understanding ourselves and I feel like part of what's been going on with this whole thing for a lot of us, myself included, is we kind of have tried to immediately replicate our lives via like Zoom chats or, you know, keeping up with the education as much as possible. And it's like, no, this is different. Like our lives are not the same as they were before. And we kind of need to, like you said, acknowledge that in a way and like deal with that silence and see what can be made out of, out of this difference. If anything, like what meaning can we make out of it? How can we use it to our advantage? Um, so I just, yeah, I really thought it was like such a great pick for this time. 
you know, it's it, it's it's funny you say that because I was I had a lot of some um, similar thoughts. You've seen a, I've seen a bunch of memes lately that will say things like, um, "But returning to normal," and it's like, well, maybe this whole virus is the world telling us that normal was not working, and that maybe yeah. normal was normal is, and that's kind of what I'm getting from from Pablo Neruda here. As soon as this virus went, and as soon as the shutdown started to happen. We were, as a society, as a world, so quick, like you said, Miss Mara, to just try to shut everything down, but also keep everything going at the same time. Like there's a line mm-hmm. when the poet says, if we were not so single-minded about keeping our lives moving and for once could do nothing. And it's something that I need to learn. I think a lot of us need to learn, too, because I'm, I'm like a doer. You know, like I, mm-hmm. I need to be always like doing something i need to like have something to do and, and place to go um i think like as, as teachers like we, we, we're doers like we're constantly working we're constantly doing something you know we don't have a lot of time to to think and reflect and just sort of pause and mm-hmm. it's been an unusual i don't know how many days it's been i mean it's been 25 school days since we since we left it's been over a month 30 something days having the time just to at once do nothing. And probably this coming vacation is going to be the first time even since then that we're going to have a sense, we're going to have a chance to just really just do nothing. Cause the whole time, even when the, the whole thing just started, like we were on our group text right away. All right, what can we do? What are we going to do? How are we going to keep things going? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? And we never really had a chance to kind of pause and like let that grieving process kind of take out that's my take on it but uh mama love it you have any thoughts you want to add about pablo neruda hi sorry i was trying to find my mute button um yeah i when i read it or heard it um the first thing that came to mind was like the break the pause um what i've noticed like how quiet things are um when you go for a nice walk like it's very peaceful out there um, that Russia society is gone, and um, it's almost like I feel like it's a moment like the Earth has stopped, like people like for for a brief moment, and like you can kind of take everything in, and I I kind of agree with like like what you and you and Emma both said about the idea that you have like this idea that um, reflecting now, and you have that time because I'm a um, a go 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 goer. And I am constantly um, need to, I, I school full throttle until the end of the school year. And I do it on per, uh, probably a lot of it. It's just me staying busy because I'm not good with downtime. Um, and I get a little, uh, and I project stuff like that. Like I want to stop doing things. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting take. Like the world is slow. There's a lot more animals out. I watch the birds a lot more now. Watch the cat kill a squirrel and take the squirrel down the street. <laughs> I've never seen that before. <laughs> yeah, is it interesting how like human society pauses, but like nature just goes right on? I mean, we've gotten we're, yeah. we're just we're in a pause right now, but all the trees are blooming and the animals are out, and I don't know. I, just, I, I found that fascinating, uh, Mr. Jaffe or Miss Nado. Any any uh, any observations or thoughts of wisdom to add about about the poem? Oh, we have in front of my uh, window, dining room window, there's a nest. A robin is 
sitting on three uh, blue eggs. And the first thing Ooh. we do is the, our, my whole family is, is just in, just involved with this robin and the three eggs. There was one egg beginning of the week, two eggs in the middle of the week. And um, she must have had another egg last night because there, there were three. And we Googled, you know, all, all things about robins and hatching. And so we figured there's another about nine days she's going to be sitting in them. And um, it's very, very cool. Right in front of the window. Couldn't have been. Couldn't have a better uh, better place to watch it. It's a perfect mess, wow. too. That's so cool. That's very cool. Very, awesome. very cool. NATO, anything to add? No, I don't. I'm typing up stuff for yearbook right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Diego, what do you <laughs> think about Diego, what do you think about the idea of, like, slowing our lives down and not being so, like, go, go, go all the time? Is that something that might, have, might appeal to you or no? What do you mean, like, uh, wait, can you well, say that again? Yeah, well, the, 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 poem talks, the, the, poem, the poem talks about, like, kind of counting to 12 and, like, keeping still and just kind of pausing your life and just kind of taking it in a kind of a slow, reflective way. But at the same time, like, we, we get all these things in our world saying, like, keep going, like, you don't stop, like, you can't give up, like, blah, blah, blah. What do you think about the idea of this virus being a chance to kind of slow our lives down and kind of think about what's really important in life? Mm. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Like, when was the only like the ending part? <laughs> no, it's okay. No, we're just, just. What do you think about the idea of of kind of like slowing slowing your life down and not being so like um, everyone go 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 all the time? actually benefiting me because now I can actually get more sleep and I'm actually way mm. more like alert and mm. I oh, can like focus more, like another very stuff. good I'm glad to hear that yeah I can and I can finally exercise without getting like my breath taken away so fast and I've actually I remember that then more, more healthier good you needed to get yeah. some sleep you had a lot of um, insomnia, and sleep's one of the most right. important things for your body to heal and to be able to do anything. And I'm so glad you mentioned mm-hmm. sleep, Diego, because I think that that's such a huge piece of this. Like, we're all kind of, well, maybe not all of us, but, like, for the most part, I'm able to rest more. Like, I'm getting more hours of sleep, and that has to be good for our mental health, right? Like, in some way, at least to help us deal mm-hmm. with the stress of this situation is we're able to get a little more rest and a little more sleep. So, Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, it's really you good to hear. You mentioned yearbook. Do students, uh, do you have any updates about yearbook? Um, I would like more students to do the superlatives. I only have 36 that have done them. Oh, come on, guys. I did put a due date as of today just because I'm trying to get stuff done, but I will take late assignments on X2. I mean, not X2, Do we get to vote? Google Classroom. Can, can no, the teachers we don't vote? vote, Mrs. McGowan? Can I, well, can I, we can I at least vote. vote? Just for fun? <laughs> yeah, I'll send you the document. All right, I'll just vote for fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. All um, right, yeah, so, you know, we'll figure well, out what's going on with the yearbook. So, Diego, tell your friends to do the... To do the superlatives. Let's uh, let's quick uh, yes. Diego, break. you do the superlatives. Right. Yeah, you do the superlatives. Right. As we speak, guys, don't disappoint her. I know. 
Uh, quick commercial break, then we're going to come back, and Levitt's going to tell us about chocolate chip cookies, and we'll play some trivia. This is an oh, Apex. Chocolate chip cookies. I think I broke my back. <laughs> Truly sad part here is that this man waited 16 long years for this accident to happen. But you don't have to wait. No, not with the help of the safety apathetic people at Tub Time Traumas. For a nominal fee, the staff at Tub Time Traumas can make your dream of falling in the tub come true. Yes, and at Tub Time Traumas, we have packages that will cover any budget. Choose from classic, super, and deluxe tub traumas. With the classic package, just when you think you're safely in the shower, we flush the toilet. Super package, one of our sadistic experts sneaks into your home and squirts vegetable oil in the bottom of your tub. Finally, in the Deluxe Tub Time Traumas Package, we absolutely guarantee you'll fall in the tub. We send one of our repeat offenders to sneak into your home. Once there, he'll surprise you, drag you to the bathroom by your hair, push you down in the tub, and for no additional charge, drop a brick on your face. With Tub Time Traumas, you can have all the fun of flipping in the tub when you want it. No more waiting for that special day of flipping in the tub by accident that, frankly, may never come. All right, we're back in the Mama Levitt show with everyone else. We got Mama Lev. We got a full house today. We got a full house on Freeform Friday. We got Mr. McGowan, Miss Mara. We got Miss Miss Nado. We got Mr. Jaffe, and we got Diego. We got a big house here today. Mama Lev, tell us about the chocolate chip cookies. Oh, okay. I've been very excited about sharing <laughs> this. So, <laughs> Mr. Levitt used to work for DoubleTree back way, way back in the day, and when you would, if you would stay at a DoubleTree hotel. Um, when you checked in, they would give you two giant warm cookies and they were like the best cookies ever. So they have recently have released their chocolate chip cookie recipe. And so Mm. I think their cookies are excellent and they included a way that you could um, pre-make the unbaked cookies. So like that you can just make little individual um, frozen cookies. Oh, sorry. Um, And then you would be able to um, um, freeze them and then cook them in the oven as at, on the, when you want them. So like at 8 o'clock at night, you're sitting down and watch a movie. You can boil your cup of water, have a cup of tea. And while your water is boiling, you can cook your, your cookie and you can have a nice warm cookie and a nice hot cup of tea. So they're great cookies. They do include walnuts for my um, people that have um, nut allergies. That sounds so good. Yay. Does anybody know where the chocolate chip cookie was invented? Oh my God! Is it like Toll House family or something? You're very, very, you're you're hundred percent right. Everybody? And didn't they make a mistake? Like it was supposed to be a chocolate cookie, but it but the the little pieces didn't like melt into you the mixture. You guys, you guys, you guys are wicked smart. So two correct answers. <laughs> they actually felt, and they thought that they would melt in the batter when when they were being baked, but they didn't. 
and uh, it was uh, it was the Toll House cookie. There was a restaurant called the Toll House, which is in Sudbury, Massachusetts. And wow. there was a uh, yeah from uh, and her name was Ruth Wakefield. She was a baker chef, owned the restaurant, and uh, that's where the chocolate chip cookie was invented. I'll put well, that in Kahoot today. <laughs> yeah, please do. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Kathy, you you are so full of such such useful useful knowledge and trivia. In fact, that's the best segue we could possibly have into our trivia segment coming up. All right, trivia. Trivia: The current score: Mr. Jaffe has four wins, Miss Levitt has three wins, Miss Mara has two wins, and today's category is random general knowledge. And random general knowledge. I'm going to fail. Random general okay, knowledge. We have Mr. Jaffe on the line. He's going to win. <laughs> Jaffe, yeah, Jaffe. I think won the last no, one, no, but I, uh, I got a bunch of questions. Some of them we actually used, I think, on Monday's on Monday's game, so I crossed them out, and I'll, I'll just use some other ones. And I adapted a couple other ones, but there's maybe 20 questions or so. Um, so just a reminder, wait until I am done answer, asking the question before you buzz in. You buzz in by saying your last name. Uh, Diego, if you want to play, you can just say Diego. So you say your name, and the first person that, that says their name, I'll acknowledge them, and then they can give the, they can give the answer. Um, we'll get one point per answer. If they get it wrong, then it gets a chance to steal. All right. First question. A nappy is the British equivalent of which American word? Mara. Yeah, Miss Mara, go. A diaper. Correct. One point for Miss Mara. Um, Animal Farm was written by which British author? Love it. Jaffe. Love it. George Orwell. That's correct. George Orwell. Um, what is the Japanese word for Harbor Wave. Mara. Mara. Tsunami. Tsunami is correct. Mara. Um, the armistice ending World War I came in what year? Jaffe. Jaffe, go. 1918. 1919, sorry. Ooh, we'll go with your first answer. 1918 is correct. 1918. All right, thank you. Um, right. Next one. Uh, Charleston is the capital city of what U.S. state? Love it. Jaffe. I do. Love it. South Carolina. I said it first. Oh, crap. I think I got it wrong. Oh, it's Louis- it's con- I, I know what Nado. it is. Sorry, I messed up. <laughs> Nado. I was going to say that, too. Wait, I was going to say that, too. Hold on. Wait. It's, it's Kentucky. <laughs> Anyone else? Charleston's the ca- capital city of what U.S. state? West Virginia. Okay. <laughs> we'll give, oh, Diego, Diego gets one. West Virginia is correct. The capital city of South Carolina, by the way, is Columbia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capital. Um, and what year did? And what year did? And what year did the first man set foot on the moon? Jaffe. Love it. Jaffe. Nineteen sixty-nine. Correct. Score update, Mara 2, Levitt 2, Jaffe 1, Diego 1, Nato 0. 
Um, what does the acronym KFC stand for? Mara. Mara. Kentucky Fried Chicken. All right, three points now for Mara. Which franchise has characters called Pikachu, Chirizard, and Muto? Mewtwo? Mara. Mara. Pokemon. How do you skip me? He does it all the time. <laughs> I don't think it happens to all of us. She was first. Um, besides Romeo and Juliet, name one tragedy written by William Shakespeare. It's Jaffe. Jaffe. Julius Caesar. Worth a point for another point. Name another one. Someone else. Mara. Mara. King Lear. That's one. Nado, you want to have another one? Hamlet. All right, Nado's on the board. Um, which city hosted the 2016 Summer Olympics? Nado. The most recent Nado. Summer Olympics. Jaffe. Nado. Uh, oh, city? Which city hosted the Is 2016 it Rio? Summer Olympics? Was it real? is correct. Um, which of these three words is a palindrome? Boater, motor, or rotor? Mara. Mara. Rotor. Rotor is correct. Um, who made who who made the theorem about the white triangles? Mara. And the Mara. Pythagoras. Pythagoras. Um, how many sides does the Pentagon have? Mara. Jaffe. Nado. Mara. And oh. who won? Who won the FIFA World Cup in 2010? Jaffe. Jaffe. Italy. That was uh, 2006. I- Italy won. 2010. Anyone? Another European country. Um, Mara. Mara. Germany. No. Anyone else? Diego. Mm, Then I guess United Kingdom. Technically, the the, the, uh, UK doesn't play in the World Cup. England plays by itself. But the answer is Spain. Go Spain. Uh, Which is which of the Earth's oceans is the largest? Jaffe. Mara. I heard her name first. Pacific. There we go. Um, A Bloody Mary cocktail contains which alcoholic spirit? Jaffe. Jaffe. Vodka? That's correct. Um, which singer first and most famously sang Jailhouse Rock? Jaffe. Jaffe. Uh, uh, Elvis. Elvis Presley. Score update. Uh, Mara has nine. Levitt, three. Jaffe, three. Nato, two. Diego has one. Um, Michael Jeffrey Jordan became famous as a great player of which sport? Mara. Mara. Basketball. Correct. Um, The adjective canine refers to which animal? 
Love it. Jaffe? Love it. Dogs. Correct. Um, which is the only sign of the zodiac to begin with the letter T? Love it. Jaffe? Love it. Taurus. Love it, making a comeback. Um, Poker Face, Just Dance, and Bad Romance are all singles by which artist? Love it. Love it. Lady Gaga. Uh, What is the last book of the New Testament? Love it. Love it. The Book of Revelation. That's correct. Let's see. We're almost out of questions here. We've got... Two, three more questions. Score update. Diego has one. Nato has two. Jaffe has three. Levitt has seven. Mara has ten. Um, Canberra is the capital city of which country? Jaffe. Jaffe. Australia. Australia is correct. Um, In which century did the American Revolution take place? Jaffe. Jaffe. 18th. That's correct. And last question. Who sang the 1980s hit song, Billie Jean? Mara. Mara. Michael Jackson. All right. Michael Jackson is correct. And our final score with one point in last place, Diego is two points, Miss Nado with five points, Mr. Jaffe with seven points, Miss Lovett. And today's winner with 11 points, Miss Mara. So congratulations, Miss Mara. And to Diego, Mama Lovett, Mr. Jaffe, and Miss Nado, sadly, you lose. All right, so thanks for playing. And losing. <laughs> To Mara, so Miss Marin is now tied with Miss Levitt. So we're going into vacation with Jaffe has four wins, uh, Levitt has three, and Mara also has three. So it's anyone's game as we head into into April and then into May. All right, uh, let's get ready to wrap some things up here. I got a dad joke for us, and then we'll just do any last announcements. Um, it's a Corona themed dad joke. So Diego, what do you get if you have coronavirus on Friday? Mm. Coronavirus on Friday. Nope. If you get coronavirus on Friday, Friday you end up with Saturday night fever. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> hey, and Miss Lovett, guess what? What? I hung a I I hung a copy of the U.S. Constitution up in my wall. Nice. I call it the Declaration of Independence. All right. Anyone have any last announcements or anything, Mr. Jeff? You you got a kahoot today at three o'clock. Kahoot? Yeah, three o'clock kahoot. I'll send the, I'll send the uh, uh, numbers, the uh, login uh, uh, numbers, a little bit, and uh, everybody join community kahoot three o'clock. Yeah, that'll be fun. Let's, Wait, let's, let's, let's... Go ahead, Diego. Yes, Miss Nato. Go ahead, Diego. Um, do you do you chat with people on on Kahoot? I haven't done Kahoot yet with you guys. Come on, so you, Diego, you'll need. It works with a laptop and a handheld device, also known as a phone. 
So if you have those two, you'll be in great shape. And you need to talk to people. Yeah, reminder, you, yeah, bring, so use, use your Chromebook desktop for the Zoom and then use your phone for the actual answering of the questions. That's oh, the best way to do it. Should we do it? Should I do it on Zoom or, or should we do a Google uh, Meets? Whatever one you want, Mr. Jaffe. Whatever one works best for you. I like Zoom. I, I thought I always thought Zoom works better for Kahoot because um, you can mute everyone a little more easily. It's a little bit. I don't. Know, it's yeah, up to you. you have more control. All right, so I'll do Zoom. Yeah, hopefully we'll have yeah, the sound. Zoom. I was we didn't have, but I'll, I'll hopefully we'll get that going. You okay, so it'll be on Zoom. Do I'll send over the uh, the information. You want to do it earlier? Three o'clock. None of us have like office hours today. Do you want to do it earlier? You want to do it at two? I would. I would, I would even think one. Yeah. One o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. We all do. Is, how's, I mean, I don't want to. Like, you know, I sent around I uh, an, e- an email saying yeah. three. Then yeah, you yeah, stick with it. If you've already sent the email, yeah. then you got to stick with it. Yeah, I did. I already email. sent it. Yeah, that's and fine. I put it up in classroom at three. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Let's do that. I, I, uh, I'll just, yeah, I, I get like here. Okay. Uh, love it. You got anything? No, just um, you can finish up the work. It's due today um, from this week's post. And I fixed D-Block's class. So D-Block, who was having a hard time getting their exit tickets, I um, I, it, I fixed it so you can get your copy. Yeah, sounds good. I think this whole vacation will be a good time for anyone, for everyone to catch up on some work. Uh, Nato, you got any yes. announcements besides, besides um, yearbook and do the superlatives? Um, I would like people to do some of my math work. It'd Should be we greatly appreciated. That their quarter grades are going to be posted? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. So the third quarter, I was going to mention this earlier that Mr. Jaffe informed us the third quarter has been extended till March 8th. And so all the online work that people are doing is all factored into third quarter grade. Can't hurt you. Can only help you. March 8th instead of May May 8th. Yeah. So the third quarter has been extended to May 8th. So it can hurt you. It can only help you. So the more work you do, the more the more your grade will be affected. Fourth quarter, we'll talk about that when, when we come back. But yeah, do some math work, catch up on, on some reading. I'm going to post the bingo challenge a little bit later today. Hopefully we can get some people to do some fun stuff and we can, we can share some of them when we come back. Kahoot at three o'clock. What else? I'm trying to think. I feel like I'm missing are something. Are all the but... teachers going to be on Kahoot or is, it just, or is it just Mr. Jaffe? I'll be there. No, everybody's invited, uh, Diego. Oh, I didn't right. get to play last week, so I'm not technically the defending champion anymore, but I will be, uh, I'll be trying is. to defend my belt. Nado, yeah. So Nado is tough to beat. I know. If any, Shark Nado, if anyone can beat, if, if you can beat one of the teachers, that you get major bonus points. Major. So, right, so that. Yeah, major bonus points. All right, so 3 o'clock today, we got our Kahoot. Finish up All your right, work. bye, everybody. Yeah, bye, Mr. Jaffe. Mr. Ms. Mara right. had her sign off, but she has her stuff posted, too. Uh, this is for the Mama Levitt Show. This is Mr. McGowan for Ms. Mara, Ms. Levitt, Mr. Jaffe, Ms. Nado. And do something good today, and don't get caught. And we'll talk to everybody in a Have little while. Have fun with the snow tomorrow. I know. Watch out for the snow. What snow? Snow's Tomorrow coming tonight. To snow. Oh, coding, coding, coding to two inches. About a lucky man who made the grade.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.